a bunch of crazy stories written by the Brothers Grimm. And now you're gonna learn all about them, listening to the Brothers Grimm. Oh, yes. This one is fucked. Okay. <laughs> Indeed it is. Welcome, welcome, friends and relations, students and scholars to the Brothers Dim podcast. My name is Phil. And my name is Mike. And we are going to be talking today about Grimm's story number five, The Wolf and the Seven Little Kids. Mike, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. I have, I have two pieces of information two p- that I would like to share with you. Oh, please do. Oh, okay. So as you may or may not know, I think I told you, I trademarked the name The Brothers Dim. Right. <laughs> Just because I like filling out government forms and requisitions and things like that. And I genuinely do. What I didn't realize, what I wasn't paying much attention to, was when I was filling out the forms, I put my address and my phone number into the, you know, they said, oh, now give us your phone number. I said, okay. Gave him my phone number. And then I started noticing that I was getting five phone calls an hour <laughs> and emails and all sorts of things about just, I mean, just scam calls, but also a lot of people that would call and say, like, we see you've correctly filled out your trademark forms. You didn't make any silly mistakes. So we will be able to fix, we will be able to finalize this for you for an extra $300. These third parties? Uh, yeah, they're absolutely third. They're just, it was oh, just wow. scam. It was scam calls from, from India, from Bangalore. Oh, okay. So they're, they're just jumping on. I am. My phone number was yeah. public in the public. Uh, you can, you can see it if you go oh, to the USPTO boy. website. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and without even having to do anything. And I, so I, I hopped on. I was like, well, I'm, I'm tired of getting five. I, you know, I figured out where the calls were coming from and I switched the phone number from my phone number, which ends in the four numbers that it does. And I switched it to 1000 and I said, and I apologize to whoever has my phone number, except the last four digits are 1000 instead of my four digits. And then I realized if you ever wanted to do a pretty good prank (laughs) for for a mere $250 and we could do this to Tyler or whoever, think of something funny that we could trademark Maybe, you know, <laughs> I don't, what, what did you, ass face, shit face. Ass face, shithead. No, I thought ass face, shit face was the one that worked. That was the one that got through anything. Well, you know, but you got to pronounce it ass face, shithead. I mean, okay. <laughs> Whatever you want to do, then put your, the person who you're pranking's name and phone number and email address and regular address into the, the government website. They'll just start getting a million phone calls a day and have no, I, there's no way they'd be able to figure it out in a million years. I don't think they'd be able to, they, they'd think, you know what? I'll go to the U S patent and trademark office website. <laughs> well, and look up my name and you can just, just spell it a little bit differently than, than their real name. But, uh, I think it would be uh, for two hundred and fifty dollars, you get a pretty good, pretty good prank that would go on for years. Five spam calls an hour. Yeah, <laughs> I, I still I, I'm getting a ton of phone. I like I changed the number. I'm still I got on a bunch of lists. I think so. I get like oh yeah, that gets passed around quick. Oh yeah, I'm on like eight a day. So I tell them they say, "What's your name?" Well, you know, and I say, "My name is Ben Chode." <laughs> Which do you? I mean, you know that bit, right? No, I don't. 
Oh, it it roughly translates uh, to sister fucker. <laughs> <laughs> so they get really mad if if they're like, so okay, we're we're you know you you qualify for Medicare Part B, and uh, we you just just please give me your name so we can we can verify. And you say, yeah, my my name's Ben Chode, and then they start swearing at you. Really <laughs> it's amazing. I once had a telemarketer who I I dragged on for forty five minutes. Nice. Trying to get into my computer. <laughs> it's like of all the people that they could have called, you were Tyler. Yeah, no, like, I, well, I've, I've done that multiple times, but this one in particular, I, I dragged him so long and he got so angry when I finally gave up and I was like, nope, sorry, I, I don't even have a Windows computer. <laughs> he, so. he broke down and started telling me he knows where I live and he's going to come here and he's going to kill my mother and he's going to kill me. He's going to fuck my sister and then kill my sister. And I'm just like, well, this escalated quickly. Let's see. I didn't even know you had a sister. I, I don't. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> and I don't live with my mother. You don't live with your mother. I and don't. You don't have a sister. Yeah. If you had a sister, I would have made out with her at some point. Yeah, I you probably assume. would have. Yeah. Because this was kind of my jam for a little bit there. Yeah, no, it's sort of your, your trademark. That's way yeah, for $250. <laughs> you can trademark right. Ben showed. <laughs> you could. They would uh they they'd get real excited about that, I think. Um, but okay. Grim story number five, <laughs> the wolf and the seven little kids. <laughs> First line to make me laugh out loud. <laughs> it took a little while to get here and we'll explain it later, but I would like to read. The wolf ran to a baker and said, I have hurt my feet. Rub dough over them for me. <laughs> and then the, the whole paragraph, actually, when the baker had rubbed his feet with dough, he ran to the miller and said, strew some white meal over my feet for me. And the miller thought to himself, this wolf wants to deceive someone. <laughs> it just made me crack. It's on fast. <laughs> yeah, the wolf. Well, the wolf that <laughs> wants to rub dough all over his feet. I, I'm, I was so flabbergasted by that line. I didn't understand. And I'm wondering if that's another one of those, like, if you were in Germany in 1810, you would be like. Uh, just you know, just rub dough over your feet. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean this this has to come from something. There's a couple things, and there's another one. There's another weird expression I'll get into in a little bit when when we're going through the story. But um, all right, I'll I'll let me read through the plot. Yeah, go for it. Okay. <clears throat> Mama goat has seven baby goats or kids. One day she needs to go shopping, gets the kids together, and says, "Okay, I have to go to the grocery store." or the forest to get food. Don't open the door for anyone except for me, but especially don't open the door for the wolf because if he gets in, he's going to eat y'all. And the way you can tell it's the wolf is he's got a gravelly voice and black feet, which I'm just a, just a quick interjection here. Seems bonkers racist, but I'm, I'm not sure. It's also maybe the color of a wolf's feet. <laughs> Kids are like, Okay, we got it. We'll be fine. Don't open the door for anyone but you. Gravelly voice, black feet, wolf. That might be a devil thing, actually. Okay. That sounds like a devil description. So it's possible the wolf is sort of standing in for the devil here, but meh. Uh, maybe. Uh, well, yeah, so something evil, though. But yeah, don't open the door for the wolf. Mom leaves. Immediately, here comes the wolf. Says, hey, let me in. Hey, let me in. But his voice is low and gravelly. 
the kids are like, you're not our mom, you're the wolf. So Wolf's like, ah, foiled. And he goes to the store and buys some chalk to eat, which makes his voice all soft. As one does. As one does. I'm going to get into that tidbit later. But now his voice is soft, but he still has the black feet. And the and the kids are like, nope. Once again, you're the wolf, and we shan't let you in. Shan't. So the wolf goes out again, this time to rub flour and dough all over himself. <laughs> but not chalk. But, <laughs> which would make more sense to me, but flour. Um, so his feet are now white. Goes back to the house, and with white paws and a soft voice, kids are like, well, it's not the wolf. So open the door. But oh, it was the wolf after all. Uh, the kids all hide. Wolf finds and eats six of them. And everyone but the youngest who had hid in the clock case. Youngest survives. Wolf is now satisfied, having eaten six kids, and goes out and takes a nap. Mom comes home, sees what happened, and the story is confirmed by the surviving kid. She realizes, okay, the wolf must have gotten in here and eaten all my kids. The youngest kid's like, yep, that's what happened. So she goes full woe is me, cries and weeps. Still, they go out looking for the wolf. They find him asleep. Uh, they see his stomach moving around like crazy. Mom sends the kid home to fetch some scissors. They cut open the stomach. All the kids are fine. They hop out. And then the mom has them all go fetch a bunch of rocks so they can fill the wolf's stomach up with them as a replacement. She sews the wolf up. He wakes up and none the wiser. He's full, but he's thirsty. So he walks around. He realizes that something's wrong. Says a little poem to himself. What rumbles and tumbles against my poor bones? I thought twas six kids, but not but big stones. So there's our poem we were <laughs> talking about mm. that they had to have written in German, but here it is now in English. Uh, and that one came out pretty good, I thought. But anyways, uh, he goes to the well for a drink, falls in, and because he is full of rocks, he, uh, quote, drowns miserably. And now uh, the wolf is dead and the kids dance around and celebrate with the mom scene <laughs> and they all lived happily ever after <laughs> except for the wolf except for the wolf who drowned miserably um i'm not sure super what the moral was i mean it seems simple enough i guess maybe watch out for fraudsters and you have to just be clever enough to see through the lies though in this instance they weren't and nothing really bad happened to them but they they did kill the fraud guy so maybe don't commit fraud don't open the door to strangers is <laughs> here's if the you've other caught thing. a stranger trying to break in twice don't open the door the third time don't yeah unless you know goat mom i don't know how good their house was or if she had keys <laughs> i've also never been in the position of leaving my four-month-old son at home and leaving him instructions although your kids mel's old enough to stay at home alone right yeah they they both can stay at home can they uh, can Mel babysit the other one? Oh no. Okay. <laughs> I will I will leave them individually, but I would not leave them together. Okay. That's because that's, that's their for... what is that, ten and eight? Uh thirteen and ten. Oh Jesus, thirteen and ten. Ten today. All right. Well, thirteen though, I will say, was the age of the babysitters in the babysitters club books. So maybe that's old enough to be a babysitter. I feel like the 13-year-old babysitter is not as common these days. I'm sure it's not. I mean, I <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of there's a lot of things that I did as a child that aren't probably as common. Like I I remember walking when my mom lived in Hull, Massachusetts. I I was like 10 
10 or 11 i would wa- i would walk from her house down to the boardwalk down to the midway to play arcade games so i could play the simpsons arcade game mm. and it was like it was miles and a stranger tried to pick me up one time but i didn't get in the car that's a shame i think i, I think he would have i think he would have murdered me <laughs> oh. yeah a guy was like hey uh do you need a ride anywhere uh you know i i can, I can take you wherever you need to go and some teens pulled up beside him and got out. They were like, don't get in the car with that guy. And I was like, oh, I wasn't getting any. They were like, we got his license. We got your license plate, you pervert. <laughs> and the guy drove off. They were like, don't don't ever get in the car with anyone, kid. Bye. And then uh, they took off. But I think they Did, didn't offer you a ride. No. And I think that they <laughs> I think it's good that they didn't. I think if they had, they'd be like, no. <laughs> damn it this was a test this was a test and you failed again i digress i don't even know where that was yeah don't trust strangers i guess i'm not sure so story type uh arn thompson one two three which is just the wolf and the kids it's all pretty much exactly this mom goes away wolf tricks the kids and eats them mom cuts open the wolf fills them with rocks the wolf drowns and i feel like i know this one from other sources too there's this this one might have been in and we we have a bunch of usborne book collections which you will come into as your child gets older yeah i feel it? like i feel like this was in one of those an osborne usborne usborne what's that yeah. it is a it's like a sell books from your house kind of thing it's not like an mlm okay i, I don't even think it's at the level of like tupperware it's it's vaguely like tupperware parties um <laughs> Was it like when but, you yeah. go to school and there there was the book fair? Oh, like Scholastic? No. Okay. No, this is, I mean, it's vaguely, but no, it's not like they don't do it at schools. This is like you've got somebody in your neighborhood that sells Usborne books. Um, okay. you'll, you'll find somebody in your neighborhood that sells Usborne books. I oh, don't but know they're that generally I want to. like, they're, it's good stuff. We have a Shakespeare collection. We have, okay. I mean, um, I have my own Shakespeare collection, but, but okay. No, no, but right. it's, so, this is yeah. like, this is for kids. So they're, they're, Sim, you know they're sort of simplified and abridged and all that so like a an, M, an mlm that doesn't specifically have or not 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 necessarily an not MLM, an mlm but like yeah but like a what more like what what's that what's that makeup nonsense the not nonsense the you pink cadillac selling makeup oh uh, mary Kay. like mary Kay. when yeah. you're i mean they're genuinely you buy a franchise yeah it's yep. technically MLM in that there's multi-level. It's multi-level marketing, but there's only like two levels. There's the you're the franchisee and you you pay them. Yeah. Some yeah okay. But it's they, they there's some really good books. Okay. I Maybe I will. Yeah. There's we do a at our our neighborhood now we do a thirsty Thursday. I guess where you go. Our neighbor did one. We went. It was Jamie's first party this last Thursday. I found out some interesting things uh, about. You know what? I don't want to put it on all one gender, but it was all one gender. <laughs> I learned. So there's a, there's a certain type of person and the, at, you know, at this party, they all happen to be women where if I said the phrase, would you like to hold him? <laughs> the pupils dilated just, just a little bit. Ovaries melt. Yes. And I'd be like, all right, here you go. And then I went and had a, oh, what's that bubbly red wine nonsense? Very. No, nah, no, I'm just kidding. I have no idea. I stopped drinking two years ago. I have no idea. Oh, fuck. You used to drink so much wine, though. Um, mm-hmm. And Brusco. I, I think that came out in the last two years. <laughs> <laughs> just like that Brusco. White Claw shit. No. <laughs> uh, no, Lambrusco wine has been around for hundreds of years. Mm. It's uh, an Italian red wine grape. Uh, and it's, so it's like champagne, but with red wine. It's really 
but there's also there's something called at uh there's there's something called a baby hog and i learned this because a woman at mm. one point i was i was just at the party and i realized i hadn't seen amanda was at the she got elected to the school board oh nice she went off to the school board meeting so i was supposedly in charge of the child <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if there's any supposedly about it but um other women were holding the child so i said okay uh and then i went and after i don't know i think a 10 minute break of not seeing the kid i i said well i should probably go at least find him <laughs> make sure I'll make he sure he's still at the party a, yeah <laughs> make sure he hasn't gotten to a car with a stranger <laughs> in the hull massachusetts and i found there was a woman named carrie and she said oh hi my name's carrie and i said oh, okay i said hello and you know, I was, you know and she said i'm a bit of a baby hog i said okay and she said so i will hold this baby all night if you'll let me and i said <laughs> You know what? I've never met you, but I trust you. And I did for, for, uh, you know, there was like 12 kids at this party. Yeah. Like, so the, like the, all... the, odd, the odds that yours is the one that'll disappear are Slim. one in 12. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I yeah. gamble those odds. <laughs> it seemed, it seemed fine to me. I could, I, I knew where the kid, and I, now I knew the, the woman's name. So I, <laughs> <laughs> you know what she told you her name was. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> and then I guess the last part of the party was there was a, I'm not good at kids' ages. I maybe I'll get good, but uh, I don't know. I'm gonna say a ten-year-old girl came over and tapped me on the arm, and I looked down and I, I said, "Oh, uh, hello," and she said, "Just so you know, I've held Jamie," and then <laughs> and then gave me like a look, and then just wandered away. It's like okay, that sounds an awful lot like she was like, "Can I hold the baby?" And somebody's like, "I don't." I don't see the baby's dad around, but I'll tell you what, I'll let yeah. you hold the baby for a little bit, but don't tell the baby. <laughs> don't immediately go to, I didn't mind. I'm <laughs> fine with if 10 year old wants to help. But yeah, it was just like, okay, well I'll watch you while you hold the baby. And she held the baby for 30 seconds and it was maybe the first baby she's held. So, uh, yes. Uh, what are we talking about? Um, <laughs> the wolf and the, the stones. And the Yeah. There's a little, um, there's also this, it reminded me of Red Riding Hood a oh, little yeah. bit. Yeah, Three Little Just Pigs. Be, three Little Pigs. Well, Red Riding Hood especially because they the wolf ate the the grandma and they just cut the stomach open. I don't I mean I think they just killed the the thing, but like everyone when a wolf eats you in Grimm's, you're fine. Yeah, like they, you have they, you have a while. <laughs> they don't tend to chew despite their their sharp teeth. Swallow whole and then and you've got probably a couple days maybe that's the moral chew your food <laughs> or else you're gonna die miserably <laughs> yeah, there, he does there's drown also, he's yeah he, there's apparently a way to drown that isn't miserable people say well is that the thing where people are like oh i hear if you drown it's actually very peaceful is that what you're getting i, at? I don't i think if you freeze to death it's peaceful I, I think if you drown that's that sounds like one of the most terrifying things i can imagine yeah, there was something, there was a, <laughs> there was a movie and it had Wolverine and Batman in it and they were competing magicians. I think it was called the prestige. Okay. Also Bowie was yeah. in it. I have not seen this, but I am and familiar with it. Bowie played Nikolai Tesla and the movie was bonkers, but that's okay. Uh, and they were saying, oh, it's, you know, drowning isn't that bad. And that's kind of a major plot point. I won't ruin it for you, but uh, then they I'm guessing it has it. to do with a big tank of water that they it have does it, yeah it does have to it do, does have to do with a, a big tank of water there are in fact several dozen tanks of water and what? then um 
Oh, I know. It's 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 what a twist. You wouldn't believe the twist in Prestige uh, until you see it. Yeah, I okay. So this first story we're reading from the Hassam Flug family from Hanau. There's a they have a the Hassam Flug family has a bunch of stories. Uh, this story apparently dates back to the first century, according to a, an American folklorist named D. L. Ashleman, who is the professor emeritus of German at the University of Pittsburgh. And says, yeah, this this story's been around for two thousand years, which is fine. I mean, yeah, yeah I'd buy it. I could see that. <clears throat> this is the first time we've, I think, the first story where we've met the big bad wolf. Yeah, I think so. Man, do Germans! I don't know if these two Germans in particular, the brothers Grimm, are afraid of wolves, but everyone's very <laughs> skittish around wolves. Oh yeah, no, they are the bad guy, and it's never a pack of wolves. It's always a single evil. It's wolf. one wolf, and I don't the know devil. if if a devil or if it was just slang for the french or russians or mm, you know, maybe whatever yeah. but um the other thing i i thought was very weird and i had to do some research and got nowhere with was uh the wolf has a gravelly voice and then eats chalk to make his voice softer some translations have it as he ate sugar or honey to make his voice sweeter but that seems to be like a modern addition for the English language. Yeah. So I guess I there's certain types of chalk that'll settle your stomach. Oh, you know, like yeah. Drop, drop, fizz, fizz. Yeah. I don't like, know if like it's Tom's. Yeah. yeah. And if you're, if you got a cold, calcium, calcium carbonate, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Bicarb. The. Yeah. Yeah. Close enough. Um, one will kill you. One will not. Wait, really? No, I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> like that, that H2O, H2O2 joke. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. There's some references I saw online to making to eating chalk and making your voice softer. And I, I don't know if it was just like a weird German expression in Germany in the 1800s. Oh, you know him. Bit of a chalk eater, that one. Let's not trust him. <laughs> <laughs> the way I wouldn't trust someone, like, if you found out that someone ate paste. In, in yeah, I was, I was just wondering. To your kid, you're like, ah, oh, Mel, why are you hanging out with that kid? They eat they ate paste for they ate all my paste and i was meaning to paste some things this weekend i went to at school with a kid who spent the entirety of fourth grade eating a ruler <laughs> except for like the except for the metal strip but he, he finished it throughout the whole school year he he succeeded <laughs> was it james it was not although james was in my class kai was in your class too i think no i'm talking fourth grade oh fourth grade okay was kai your age yep I know Tyler was a year younger than you, or two Tyler's years younger than you. Two years. Uh, yeah. yeah Tyler's two. a year younger than me, and so and you're one yeah, year You guys are two years younger than I am. Yeah, I don't. So I don't know. Um, we'll leave the the chalk eater, paste eater uh, question to the ages. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that one. Yeah. Didn't seem to be anything, despite the thousand, two thousand year lineage, there didn't seem to be a lot. There wasn't like really movies. Big Bad Wolf is all over the place, but the seven goats. I, I mean, the three little pigs made it through into the sort of collective unconscious, but not the seven goats. This is the first time I've ever encountered them. You um, know, I was thinking back on it. I think the version I'm thinking of is an original of Little Red Riding Hood, where they cut the cut the wolf open, get the grandmother out, and then replace the grandmother with rocks and sew them back up. Okay, I don't remember it. if you I don't remember if he drowns or or what. I don't I guess I don't know enough I don't remember enough about the story Little Red Riding Hood to remember them specifically putting rocks back in. And yeah, it also might be specifically a Grimm's related version. I know Little Red Riding Hood is somewhere in here. 
Yeah. And and there's like four or five versions of it, I think. But well, I mean, certainly we, we will we will get there and we will be very excited, I think, if we. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get to like one of the, you know, Hansel and Gretel. Oh, one, um, of, the, one of the big ones. One of the big ones. That's going to. Yeah, there'll be a blockbuster. Uh, Frog Prince was a was a pretty good one. That was. Um, yeah. Yeah. That, that's got Disney movies and stuff, you know. Um, but anyways, that is story five. Uh, oh, one one wolf... thing I want to point out on this one. Okay. Sorry to yes. hijack no, no, it. Yeah. I do this a lot. <laughs> I feel like this is, I mean, we're only five in, but I feel like this is our first instance of a family that lives in the woods that has seven kids and the kids don't seem to be a burden. Oh, the, yeah. The, the mom is not going out to try to sell off two of them <laughs> or, or marry them to an adult who will sleep in a castle for three nights. <laughs> I, I think that I think we're going to find a common theme of animals versus people and where people are wretches and animals are generally pretty cool and just a, seem to get along and find what they need. It's a very German sort of thought. The 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 love of nature, pre, you know, this pre before they just the, the, the common German thought was like, we should take over the world. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's that's a, that's an interesting insight and yes everyone has a happy ending here yeah and also presumably yeah and is well fed <laughs> mom was able to go out and get food well who knows oh. what she was out doing <laughs> that was unnecessary in, in the red light district and there's, <laughs> there's all sorts of ways you can make money as a goat anyway okay yes that is story five wolf and the seven little kids uh we are the brothers dim Please feel free to share and enjoy this podcast with all your friends and relations, and we will see you for next time, which uh, presumably will be story six, Faithful John. <laughs> do you have a do you have a do you have a cool <laughs> do you have a cool catchphrase you wanna you wanna say like boom shakalaka? I haven't or, developed one yet. Okay, <laughs> but I think probably just this conversation would would fit just fine. Okay, all right. <laughs> boom shakalaka. Boom shakalaka. <laughs> okay, yes. <laughs> Have a delightful evening. Evening.